Lynch. These issues and Loretta Lynch's participation in that, those all need to come out today because it all points to kind of a double standard here. What happened to Hillary Clinton, what's happening to Michael Flynn and anybody associated with President Trump. This is USA Radio News. What's on your bucket list? Running a marathon, hiking to the top of a mountain, or maybe surfing? What if I told you you could accomplish all of it at any age? This is Wayne Allen Root, and I'd like to introduce you to somebody that's changed my life, made me feel years younger, maybe saved my life, my Cenogenics physician, Dr. Bob Letta. Thanks for the introduction, Wayne. At Cenogenics, we help people look and feel many years younger. We've been in business since 1997. We have locations across the United States, and we've treated over 35,000 patients worldwide. Our age management medicine is proven to work. On the Cenogenics program, you will have your own doctor, exercise counselor, and nutritionist all working together to fine-tune plans especially for you. Thank you, Dr. Letta. I'm 57, and I feel like I'm 30 again. I feel the best of my life. I have the most energy of my life. Are you ready to start feeling the best of your life? Defy your age with Cenogenics. Call now for your free consultation at 888-YOUNGER. That's toll-free, 888-YOUNGER. Or go to Cenogenics.com. The Senate version of the First Step Act will now be sent to the House, which is expected to pass it, and then send it to President Trump, who announced he will sign the bill as well. USA Radio Network's John Clemens has more. The First Step Act, which passed the Senate 87 to 12, is a massive overhaul of the criminal justice system. Mr. Trump declared this will keep our community safer and provide hope for a second chance to those who earn it. I spoke to Heather Rice Minus of Prison Fellowship, who tells us the First Step Act will provide incentives to those incarcerated. Incarcerated men and women will be assigned programming based on individualized risk assessments, and uh, there's going to be incentives to complete those programs. I'm John Clemens. Two teens with a migrant caravan are dead. A statement from the Baja California's prosecutor office says the boys were around 16, and it appears that they were stabbed and strangled. The bodies were reportedly dumped in an alley over the weekend after the boys left a shelter for uncompanied children. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, Las Vegas, Comedy Sports is here. The hysterical improvisational competition that's had loyal fans roaring for over 30 years has finally arrived in Vegas. Every all-ages interactive show is different because we make it up based on your suggestions. And in our matches, the points do matter. So bring the whole family out for a hilarious night with Comedy Sports. Get your tickets at CSCLasVegas.com. That's CSCLasVegas.com. Do you ever get the craving for sushi and burritos at the same time but can't decide what to do? Well, look no further than Soho Sushi Burrito, the best of both worlds. Chef John Lee decided to create this fun new concept of his two favorite cuisines. Come in and try their variety of delicious seafood with a Mexican flair, all rolled into a gigantic sushi burrito. Experience this new and delicious burrito at their two Vegas locations at Sahara and I-15 or Jones and the 215. Don't forget to visit them online at SohoSushiBurritos.com. Make Pampa's Brazilian Grill your next dinner destination. Conveniently located inside the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood, Pampa's Brazilian Grill is not your average steakhouse. Enjoy the all-you-can-eat dining experience with 14 different meats as well as the 30-item sidebar. Not a meat eater? No worries. They have a fantastic vegetarian menu as well. Visit them online at pampasusa.com. That's pampasusa.com. Pampa's Brazilian Grill, Vegas's original Brazilian steakhouse. Voodoo Wing Company is a place where you find a little magic and a lot of flavor. This is a place where you sit back, relax, and get your wing on. Pick how many wings you want. Select your flavor, like mango habanero, the bomb, hot medium, Cajun ranch, sweet heat, 
and more. And your favorite dipping sauce. Two locations to serve you, Rainbow and Cheyenne and Flamingo and Grand Canyon. Visit them online at VoodooWingCo.com. That's VoodooWingCo.com. Get your wing on at the Voodoo Wing Company. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, folks, here we go. It's time for another edition of Sports Insider Radio. From Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. I invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. The phone number to call. we got bowl games ready to crank up. we got the home stretch, last two weeks of the regular season in the NFL, NBA, college hoops, the NHL. Oh, I bet you the boys are watching a soccer game, too. Let's check it out with John and Mike as we head east. You watching soccer? What's going on? I'm running numbers. I'm going to let Mike open the show. I'm still in the middle of giving you the, oh, the numbers. The they'll homework they'll assignment? Shortly. The homework? I'm doing it right. You can see me live if you're at sportsinsiderradio.com. You can see me live running the numbers with one arm. With one arm. And I got to write with the arm that's in the sling. All right. Mike, what do you want to kick off with? Let's talk about the wild, wacky NFL weekend. I mean, really. Really. Oh, hello, Michael. How are you, man? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, 
it's a, another week in the books. Uh, we have we have two weeks left. It seems like a lot of still a lot of parity in the league, especially. I mean, look, it, certain teams that were playing very well most of the year are showing that they're human, and you know the Rams of the world, the the Saints, they're not playing at their top potential. The, the Chiefs are losing. The Patriots. I mean, normally those top contenders that we in the beginning of the season saw as clear shots to maybe make the championship games right now look they have some competition and with you want to be hot this time of the year and you don't want to play a team like the chargers in the playoffs you don't want to play the ravens if we make it to the playoffs i know i'm a little biased with that but at the end of the day um you know the teams that we thought would be you know head and shoulders above everybody else like the saints and the rams as you see even at home they're beatable well, I will tell you, the game on Saturday uh, is a huge game, and that is Baltimore at the Chargers. Chargers are four and a half, let's call 44 of the consensus. The one thing is we know Baltimore needs this game. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, don't think San Diego's cruising in here like there ain't a lot on the line for them. I mean, because if they, they can either be, first overall, have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, or they can drop to the five seed, and they know that Kansas City's got a tough one with Seattle. So this is a really intriguing game, but the game on Saturday is going to have an impact on the games on Sunday. Right now, now that the you know there's no more Thursday night uh, games anymore, uh, the teams have a little bit more of a rest. Um, playing on Saturday is a much um, better advantage for the Ravens that than playing on Thursday night on a short week on the road across the country. And I see this type of game, and again, the one weakness I see consistently week after week for San Diego is they're susceptible to the run. Um, Cincinnati came in there and literally almost beat them at their house. Uh, They let up a lot of rushing yards to Mixon. Uh, They let up a lot of rushing yards to Damian Williams, who's a third string back on Kansas City. So the Ravens are 60% run offense so if they could this is the one week I mean look the Ravens went into Kansas City and if it wasn't for Mahomes playing you know lights out at the end of the game we should have got out of there with a win so our defense keeps us in the game as long as we don't turn the ball over and we just maintain ball control and we run on them we have just as good of a shot um, to beat them as anybody else hey John I gotta ask you uh, is is Mike like Art Modell's Long lost grandnephew or something. The way he says "we" and "our." I mean, listen, I, I, I is he a part is owner guy, of the team? Listen, all, with them. all I can tell you is the guy was stuck. To, <laughs> I have never seen a guy not get out of his chair. He has five fantasy league tournaments. He comes down to the, to the final in each one. Each one's like ten dimes. It's like it's crazy. It's like gambling. I mean, I, I'm not a fantasy guy, but. You couldn't even talk to this guy on Sunday. He was so oh, hyper-focused. Hyper-focused. Oh, there it is. He was so <laughs> hyper-focused. But listen, I want to say, I want to talk about something. I've been meaning to mention, if you're listening to this show, right, the name of this show is Sports Insider Radio. Now, I, there's a purpose in my little rant here, Brian. It's not sports betting radio. It's not sports gambling radio. It's not sports parlay radio. It's sports insider radio. Radio. So, guys, what's an insider? An insider is somebody that's treating this betting as a business. And I'm sitting here talking to you right now while the stock market is open. And what's amazing to me is 
What I noticed with the advent of the legal wagering across the land, by the way, Brian, last night, I don't know if you saw the news, Washington, D.C. became the ninth place to legalize sports wagering. You're going to be able to go to RFK Stadium, to Capital One Arena, and actually make a wager when you're at the game. I saw it. And I, I know Ted Leone says he, uh, 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 he's looking at, uh, you know, he wants to do betting right in, right in the arena. I mean, I've done it at Wimbledon, so I, I get it. They, they, but anyway, what I'm talking about is what I notice is this, is that if you're somebody that trades the financial markets, I always say treat your betting as a business. Me and you did that 24-minute video, you know, almost seven years ago, believe it or not. Um, and the thing is, everything is just as valid. You, you have to be an insider, and what that means is not worrying about what shape the ball is. My, my guy, David, <clears throat> my guy, David, he, he had two plays last night. One of the guys I respect, David Miller in Vegas. You know what they were, Brian? They were the ugliest games that you ever could have imagined in your life. Evansville plus 15 and IPFW plus one. Why am I mentioning those games? I'm not bragging for Dave that he went 2-0 last year. But here's a guy that does his homework. He's an insider. He's not looking at every game on the board and worrying about every game that's on TV. And I think... One of the things that I'm noticing with the influx of the legal states, and again, you're used to it because you're in Vegas every day, is a lot of the betters that are in the sports books in Vegas, I would say, are, especially on the Strip, are tourist betters. A lot of, I don't think a lot of the guys are in there are local, you know, they're not, in the, if you're at Stations Casino or where you do your show on Sunday, they're not local, right? So you've got a lot of guys that are coming out there and they're not practicing any sound money management. They're not insiders. If you're a tourist and you get off the plane with 5000 and you love your, the Pittsburgh Steelers or you love the New England Patriots and you bet the whole thing on one game, you're a loser. You're a guy that just the law of averages is you're going to lose all your money. But if you want to be an insider, and I think this goes back to treating this like the financial markets, we say it, but I don't think the clients actually understand it, which is, if you get so emotional off losing, it means you're betting too high a percentage on the games to begin with. You live there, you know bankroll money management is why you're an insider. It's not because you expect to hit 85% of your games. There you go. Sports insider. <laughs> now, you want to hear some crazy you, you, numbers? You got, you know, are they, have they run their course? Well, here's what's amazing. If you're out there and you're listening to this show, and we have a lot of people listening all around the world, and I was to tell you, and I'm, I'm trying to find it. I'm going to give you the exact math. I was to tell you you were up uh, 17 games. Like I was on a, like I, I was plus 17 units, right? Okay. You would think you're up. You would think you're up money. Well, right now in NCAA football, with all the bowl games that have been played so far. The dogs have an edge, a 17-game edge, 418, 410, and 15 pushes. I'm going to repeat that. 418 dogs have covered, 410 favorites have covered, and 15 pushes. So while it looks like you're up 17 units, you're down $3,300 if you're betting 110 a game, 100 bucks. That's how hard it is to overcome the juice. Some more amazing trends in NCAA basketball. That is the only sports where the favorite has an edge by 51%. They're, they're 824 and 801. Now, Brian, listen to this number. I'm listening. 40, 40 pushes on the closing number. 
you and I both know in those 40 games, there's people playing the opening number, and there's pro insiders playing the closing number, and while they're going to report it as 40 pushes, there's a potential that there's sharps out there that middled a lot of those 40 games. And that's the difference between betting as a business and not having your pom-poms on. But again, if you're going to talk about records, you're up 23 games. Well, guess what? At $110 a game because of the volume of college basketball. If you've bet every game, you are down $5,710 plus 23 games because of the VIG. So if you're listening to this, guys, and you're so short-sighted that you think that you're going to be a dog better or you're going to be a favorite better. By the way, if you're going to talk about being a dog better, every sport has, cut, has more dogs except college basketball right now. Now, the NFL is interesting, Brian. 115, 101, and 8. 115 dogs, 101 favorites, and 8 ties on the closing number. It is the only record right now that if you flat bet all the dogs, you would be up $100 a game, $390. Now, the point of me telling you that was is that if you're going to report units and you think having more wins and losses matters, you're up 14 games, 115 and 10, but you're really only up 0.39, units. And so this is why a lot of the marketing in this handicapping business that we live, work in is it's units and it's stars, and it doesn't take into account the VIG. And if you're going to really treat this as a business, you've got to understand that you have to bet different amounts of money on each game because you can't – these numbers – they don't make sense. You, you you have a positive record. You're up 25 games. You're up 15 games. You're up 17 games. And guess what, Brian? You're down money. There it is. The homework assignment. Well done. We, are there? There may be more. I mean, you you keep you always bring more out. Are there more? Well, I will. The NBA last one. <laughs> I know. No, go for 30, it. You're down. You're down thirteen hundred dollars if you bet every dog in the NBA while you're up nine games. I'm going to repeat that. The dogs are up. 229, 220, and four ties on the closing number. So if you bet every dog, you are plus nine games because of the VIG and the high-volume nature of basketball, whether it's college or pro, the juice eats you alive. 220, that's 22,900 in wins. uh, 229, excuse me. 110 multiplied by 220 is 24,200. So you're up nine games if you're a quote-unquote dog better, and you're down $1,300. Michael, did you, good. did you get all that? I mean, I've been doing my, re, you know, my, my homework every single week, and I'm, I literally have the pen and paper out the entire radio show. But, um, <laughs> look, he, he gives it to me in real time, which, you know, I get 24-7. He'll call me at 10 o'clock at night, and he'll start rattling off these numbers to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to bed. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Then he just keeps going. And so he's, he's like the mad genius. He stayed up till like 4 in the morning every night. But, but Brian, more importantly, look, we have some guys, uh, a f- couple clients that are tuning in that they tune in every week that we have. I mean, the way that we give every client the best opportunity to win besides just getting the alert service by text message or by email, however they receive it, um, we, when we bet these half times and we have the ability to rapid fire and get a lot more volume in where we may not even have a play on the game, especially with college basketball now, knowing the pace of the play, actually having the eyeball test matter in the first half. 
we do quite well in the second half because we may not even play a college basketball game. I mean, last night, for example, we went 3-1 and one in college basketball. But we went 5-0 and oh in half times. So, you know, at the end of the day, you want to be able to be fully diversified when you're a trading client because now everybody has access to the Internet. It's not old school with bookmakers. It's everything is legit and you have access to every single game on the board. you got to be able to take advantage of all that. How about those Capitals? No, I'm sorry. We'll get to the hockey later. Yeah. So you you get Christmas coming, you get, and happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah to you. Uh, you. You got the tickets galore for the for the little one who's not so little anymore? Yeah, he's an inch taller than me, but that's a whole other story. It's beautiful. He doesn't need clothes. He just takes my clothes now. But anyway, the, 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 the thing is, he is also in fantasy, so my man Mike here got my son involved in fantasy. So it's amazing to see how he watches games. I mean, you can tell him, tell him. I mean, he's literally. What did he tell you the other day? There's no. He's thirty. He said. He said. Brian. He said this. He goes. Look. There's nobody that's better at this than me in my league. I literally am on my phone. I watch every single <laughs> decimal move on the phone. Every yard. I'm into it. I'm rooting these players in. I'm telling you, nobody is doing this harder than me. The question is, when do I let him like sponsor me in one of these cash tournaments like Big Mike? Nah, I'm not going to do that. I, it's just a fun thing for him. But, you know, the thing is, it's a creative way to actually – but what I will say is the fantasy, even though um, it wasn't around when we were kids, it, it, just to segue, it's, it's another – I don't, I don't want to say it's a gateway, but I think – I mean, it's a gateway to just straight betting. And before, it might have been harder. You had to get a local guy. You weren't in Las Vegas. Now, again – before we blink, it's going to be not in nine states. It's going to be in 50 states. And then it's going to just be, I don't know how, I know Mike does both. He bets on sports and he's a fantasy guy. I don't know how, I think the work involved, it's easier to bet it and forget it. It's easier for the average guy that's working 40 hours a week, has to come home to his kids, take care of his, his obligations to, to just bet and be done with it. What's your position on that, Brian? I know you're not a fantasy guy, I'm assuming. But no, I lo- I, I, no, I'm in. I'm in. I, I'm in a couple leagues. Uh, How I, you doing so far? Are you in the money? Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was going Doesn't well. Doesn't sound good. No, it was going great, and a couple injuries really hurt. I mean, hurt bad. Who'd you, who'd you lose, Brian? It's amazing. You'd be shocked, but a guy that really hurt was Will Fuller. Was he had a monster. Right. He, had a, he was having a good year. No, he, he, he a had year, a so. monster game and blew his knee out. Uh, but I had the hookup with Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller, and everybody's trying to see now. Everybody, everybody's trying to take uh, Hopkins away, but they couldn't cover Fuller one on one. Now Fuller's not there, so now they're now they're triple team in Hopkins. Fuller was always you know kind of a guy, and honestly, in, in the one league, the, the kickers, uh, uh, the points are stupid for the kickers, and I had Matt Bryant. And that was a killer. Uh, he, you know, the indoor kicker, and, and then he was out for a month. But I got and, yeah, I mean, and, I, and, and Saquon Barkley. And I, I'll tell you, and, and I will tell you that, and I mean this with all sincerity. There are those that aren't proponents of fantasy football at all. But I, I will tell you, you watch these games extra closely because of guys you have a vested interest in. Well, and as you're watching a certain team, you get a read on the team. Because they're mismanaging a player, or there are certain circumstances where they use the guy properly. Here's my point. 
Can you imagine all these 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old kids that are just doing this for fun? There's no money on the line. It's not a monetary thing like Mike and you. And they're watching those games exactly like you just said. Those are the words that came out of my son's mouth. So can you imagine by the time these kids are 18, 19, 20, the edge and the sharpness they're going to have in this, in, in just regular betting? Well, oh, no, no, well, those kids, yes. But the, the funny thing is, uh, and you wonder – how how many of these kids uh, are knee deep and into it? I mean, I, I think maybe your son is the exception. I, I know I was an idiot when I was seven years old. My, you know, I mean, I'd be out there running around with them all week playing. But on Sunday, I was watching NFL games. You know, when I was seven, uh, and I, I wonder, you know, kids with video games and all the other distractions and the things they got going on. Uh, you wonder, you know, young kids, how much they're diving into this right out of the gate. He sent me a text at the end of the game because he knew that I was uh, on the dog in the Ravens game. And he, and he says, he said, um, you won by one, Dad. Like, he knew, he, it clicked, he knew that the Ra- he, he knew the Ra- it was like the perfect, he got his win and I got my cover. <laughs> yeah. Well. But, then he woke up, but then he called me Monday morning before he went to school. He says, how did Philadelphia win? Like, he was perplexed. He could not understand i said buddy it's any given sunday anything can happen he's like no you don't understand statistically i'm like he's reading like a sports commentator how how does philadelphia upset but this goes back to um we talk about it every week and that was going to lead into that what do i say every week for the last i don't know five years on the radio you can't lay double digits in the nfl you gotta be a bozo i said it if you listen to last week's (laughs) show archived on my site i said just take the dog now i didn't say take the dog on a money line I just said 13, 14, the minute you get up, isn't a good valid strategy to just take it without even thinking, and it's been working out. All right, let me ask you this, fellas. Uh, Dive in, and, you know, you guys do halftime wagering. You do in-play wagering. Uh, Bowl season is about to begin. Uh, There are going to be a lot of gray areas and a lot of goofy things that will happen. So to the point where... People are focused on it because these games are up and running. Uh, how big a deal is the halftime and the in-play wagering going to be for you guys in your approach towards bowl season? Because we get the so middle-tier games now. It's easy. It's easy. If you're looking at me at sportsinsiderradio.com right now, I'm live standing in front of a Don Best screen. So for me, I have a tab that's set up. You know what I mean by that. A, spe- a certain tab which just gives me alerts at halftime. I am completely, in the best words, I could. T- I am a mercenary. I could care less what shape the ball is. If I have the screen up and there's college football being played and there's a halftime opportunity, I take it. If I have the screen up and there's a soccer play and there's a halftime opportunity, I take it. And, it, and, and the thing is, is you just have to, because what you're doing is a lot of times with halftime, you have rules. And just like in the financial markets, you have systems in place. If it does this, you do that. You don't think. You, don't, you have a 15-minute window. But in reality, you and I, Brian, we both know you have a 13-minute window. It takes them sometimes a sure. minute to even put the line up. So if you have a 13-minute window, what kind of analysis are you doing? Now, again, you can you, – you lo- you, we lose our fair share of those games, and that's just part of the game. But the point is you have a positive expectancy. You're, you're winning more than you're losing because you're – I'm not a proponent of first-half wagers. I have guys that I deal with in Vegas. They love the first half. Um, one of my guys the other night, he put out uh, the Knicks in the first half 
they covered, and then they didn't win the game. I don't know. He has some system and some algorithm. And you and my, I've talked about Florida, Florida State, you know, being amazing in the first half. And but for me, I like to see it's a reactionary position. It's a reversion of the mean to see what these teams can do. And, and, and the reality is, to answer your question, all of it. The screens up. You got that halftime tab. Whatever fills it, fills it. What I will say is, in on the pre-betting of the bowl games, we've already bet how many games right now, uh, Mike? We've, we we got that we've advised eight. Right, eight. Eight bowl games are already out there to our clients. We sent those, those out last week. So okay, and thing. so We're, now the main thing, and then then spit this out because this is what matters. Well, you want and, all eight? And, Give me your visa no, card. No, right? no, 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 no. I'm, I'm <laughs> dumb. I'm not stupid. But I would venture a guess that, uh, would you say eight of them? Right. All right. I'll say at least five of the eight, uh, you've gotten the best of the number. At least five of the eight. Yes. I would say you're correct. All right. Right. Well, I mean, it matters. What do do I say to you all the time? Uh, When you bet is sometimes as important as who you bet. Right, and again, when you're dealing with key numbers, you know, a lot of people talk about three in college basketball. I mean, look, I had a, a play the other night, the Houston Rockets minus five. You know, it's, I'm not worried. You know, they, they, they won by five. I mean, you're going to get your pushes. So, I mean, it, it goes back to key numbers are really football-based. They're not really – I don't really buy into the whole key number thing. I, I buy into getting the right number. You have an idea of – what was the team you were saying that's 10-1 and one against the spread right now, Mike? Which one? In college basketball. San Francisco. Yeah, did you know that, Brian? San Francisco is ten and one ATS against the spread. And I, I can watch this. I think the the only one maybe they didn't cover was Buffalo, right? Buffalo, Buffalo beat Buffalo beat him in Ireland last night, number fourteenth in the country, They're soon to be in the top into Syracuse, 10. which is uh, <laughs> oh, that was a nice segue into Buffalo. Go ahead, right into Buffalo, moved right into Syracuse, which is not far from their uh, home turf as well. And they came in there and they stomped the Orangemen. And now they are just wrong. I mean, this is this the best Buffalo team you've ever seen, probably? Oh, by a, and basketball, right? By a million miles. And and then they got a big date Friday. They got Marquette on Friday. Did they change? You know, the athletic director change and hired all new people. What's going on? The football, uh, the program football, is great. It, it's the basketball it, it, program's great. No, the funny thing is, and well, well, all right. Let let me. How many? You said it before, John. How many years we've been doing this now? Seven, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, right. You know, they, they, those are relatively new D1 programs. And I, I, I've been telling you how much I've been telling you about these guys. Uh, and then that little Western New York circle, uh, when those four teams get together. They, this is ridiculous. So what is it? It's Buffalo, it's Canisius. Niagara, it's, uh, St. Bonaventure. Niagara and Quimpenny. What about that Quinnipiac team? Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac is yeah, in no, Connecticut. That's, that's oh, far away. Okay. Yeah, that's far, far away. Uh, uh, real quick, so just to segue to Buffalo. So give me the the reason why the line opened at 2 and 49.5, and, and it's now 1 in most spots, and the total hasn't moved in the Buffalo-Troy matchup. Troy, December 22nd. Generally speaking, Troy will have a bigger fan base there because of proximity, and uh, there's a... You know, a defined question mark, what will Buffalo's attitude be? They're having a great season, and they spit the bit. I think they blew a – possibly, was it a 19-point lead in the MAC championship game? And uh, I think they had designs on a much better bowl, and it and, and it's just unique to this game. 
but there are going to be many games like this where what is the motivation for a lot of these teams? All right, well, I'm going to stay with Buffalo. Okay, now we're going to go back to what I originally said. Sure. Don't lay double digits in the NFL. How can you not take Buffalo plus 13? Uh, Look, I really stumped him on that. No, you you didn't because a part of me wants to say it looks too good to be true. The the first time these two teams played, the final score was 25-6. So you go, you look at the score. Oh, oh, the Patriots, they they, they just beat. That game was 12-6 halfway through the fourth quarter. And before the pick six, and New England find no, no right. New England got a touchdown, and opened it up, and then and Buffalo was covering for chuckles, and then there was a pick six in the final minute of the game, and they covered the number. If Josh Allen had played in that game, Buffalo would have won that game outright because Brady did nothing the entire night. They terrorized him. So uh, now they've got to you know I'm not Josh Allen ain't no world beater, but he can run around and make plays with his feet, and this defense has done a lot of good things against Brady. I, it, it it looks too good to be true. That's what scares me. Well, when you look at the board this weekend, look at this board. You have – I've never seen this before, Brian. One, two, three, four, four double-digit favorites. You got the Rams, 14. You got Cleveland, 10. You got Colts, 10. And you got Patriots, 13. So I mean, in my world, I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but in my world, man. Well, I, I know I got four, four dogs. Well, you have some rule, you have rules of thumb that that really do produce results. I know I, the, the the three and a half; those games are just dead to you unless you're you're buying or taking. Right. I mean, the Sam, Tampa Bay game is a prime example. Dallas seven and a half against Tampa Bay. Like I have like that's a game you wait till second half to see what's happening. Atlanta, uh, uh what's what's call it's out for Carolina, so now they're going to make Atlanta a three and a half road point favorite. What you McCall? Yeah, Cam, whatever. <laughs> no, I, so, I, I no, I, no, no, no. I I would I just Listen, I got the cover with him on Monday, so I'm happy. Oh, I got the plus six and a half. He looked like he couldn't throw it 10 yards. Yeah, but this, see, this goes back to the people that are listening. If you are going to talk about, and I'm going to revert back to the numbers, games, good teams versus bad teams, let me remind you that in the NFL I said the dogs are covering 115-101, which is 53%. What I didn't tell you is that the money line favorites in the NFL, you ready? 145-77. and 77. 145 favorites have won outright versus 77 dogs. So there's only if you're a money line dog player, you've only been able to cash 77 tickets. That's 67% of the time. So the point is is that we all know that the Panthers aren't as good as the Saints. That means that on Monday, the Saints got the win. They added that 145th win to the win column of the Saints winning on the money line. But the same day, the Dogs went from 114 to 115 with Carolina winning in the dog column. So this goes back to if it was that easy, everybody would just be making money taking good teams and bad teams. So when you literally are giving somebody the Panthers and they're literally you could hear the silence on the other end of the phone they're choking or you're giving them or you're giving them Philadelphia plus 14 you just hear like 
you hear because what happens is this is important if you want to be an insider instead of an outsider you know what you don't want brian I'm here. You don't. You don't want to be looking for confirmation of your own. Hey, hey, that, there you go. I mean, and, and I'll tell you what. Let, let's come. Why pay somebody so they can tell well, no, you what that's, you want to hear? That you know what? Let's take a break and come back and talk about that because it it it, it makes sense. I mean, part right. of what you're preaching here is, oh, hey, you, you go form one for them, and. Then they said, well, I'm even at the end of the day because well, they weren't, you know, you did what you needed to do. But at the end of the day, you know, they're, if they're not making money, but at the same time, then if they want you to <laughs> confirm their opinion, that that's not what it's about. It's an intriguing part of the conversation. And we'll get to that when we return on Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679, 800 209 1679. We'll be right back. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, back with you, Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Let's get it back to John and Mike and the boys. And go ahead, John. You kind of soldier on with what we were talking about because it's an intriguing thing. If someone's going to do this, I mean, there's going to be a trust factor and say, hey, look, there's a rhythm and a routine to what you're doing, and it's going to work over the long haul. 
unless you're a, a new sports investor, meaning you're looking to diversify out of the financial markets, the odds are you've, you're calling because you're looking for advice because you tried it on your own, and you finally, instead of shaking your head, like I say on my videos on YouTube, why me, why me, understanding that people do win. People do make a living at this, but it has nothing to do with the perception of what you did to get on the phone with us to begin with. So if you're ego-driven, and it's about confirmation, and again, I understand that there's certain things that um, fortify confirmation, like Mike's into fantasy. There's no fantasy advisory services. When Mike's sitting there and he's got a grin wire to wire before Breeze didn't get the job done and he thinks he's going to win, you know, 50,000, 60,000 in 10 different tournaments, everything he's doing when he's saying, I'm winning my league, it's he's winning his league. But that doesn't translate to beating the spread. You have to, like, get, you, you know, you can be a fantasy guy and it's all about you, you, and you. But the reality is, is this is the biggest the biggest source of contention with clients is they say, I just want to win. And I say to them, no, you want confirmation of your own bad opinion. Because when I tell you to take the Panthers and you tell me there's no way uh, the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl, I'm not arguing with that with you. I'm telling you that six and a half is too many points. So, you know, again, you're listening to this, and this is what I will say. Um, from doing this, literally, this is my 31st year doing this, Brian, is that the, the most, the easiest clients to make a profit for are the ones where they allow themselves to wager on advice on sports they are not fans of and don't watch, i.e. NHL. So let's just use NHL as an example. The average guy that calls here, he only wants to bet football or basketball. So when you give him an, NF, an NHL game and you tell him, lay the 33 cents with, the, with uh, Washington right now, they're number one in the, the Eastern Division, or take the dog with Pittsburgh, they're number one in the blah, 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 uh, plus the 33 cents, they're never going to come back and go, well, wait a minute, I've been fine. Because, again, it's not if I have 100 calls, maybe five of those guys are going to be into hockey. So when you get into international soccer, it's the same thing. You can't argue. They're not arguing. They're not being argumentative because when they're listening to sports radio all day, like this show and regular sports talk radio that's not about gambling, it's about their people's opinions, people calling in, people venting. Did you see, you know, I had somebody call me on Tuesday morning, Brian, and they said, you know, if he didn't fumble the ball in the end zone, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say this on the air, but there's an old saying, if my aunt yeah, yeah. had something, yeah, yeah. she'd be yeah, my yeah, uncle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, 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 if. I don't live in the world of if. Yeah. I live in the world of it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. Like, we already know 10% of the games are going to be lost for a better on bad luck, i.e., he had the Saints and he could have had the cover if the guy doesn't fumble in the end zone. And then you have the other guy on the other side, like me in that instance, and we've talked about bad beats. Why does ESPN do a bad beat segment? What they don't tell you in the bad beat segment is that it was only a bad beat for 50% of the people that made the wager. You know, what about the guy that had the other side? That's right. <laughs> what, there should be a name for that, too. Is that the the good luck, beat? The, good beat. <laughs> but the point is, the perception is, if a line, if you're taking games that are from seventy percent, look, the NCAA football, it's even more crazy. Seventy-eight percent of all favorites 
in NCAA football won the game outright with a 475-game margin. Now, I want you to listen to this, Brian, since we're in bowl season. 659 money line favorites won. Now, they were not all bettable because of the size of the lines, like Alabama is not going to be on the money line, whatever, unless you're at the Sun Coast and you want to go in and bet 100,000 and win 700. But 184 dogs won outright in the entire season in college football. But when you drop that to the point spread, 418 and 410 to the dog side. So you, have a, you go from 80% on the favorite winning outright to the dog side, 51%. So if you were looking for confirmation on these 659 favorites to win, you went broke. <laughs> I sound animated because I am, because uh, it, it, this, this is what happens when you, you have, you and I both know you're betting on a number, right? Our video, our, our betting, if you guys are listening and you want to watch our betting as a business tutorial, me and Brian did call, we'll give you the link. It's a 24-minute video and it breaks all this down. But the reality is, unless you're playing MLB and unless you're playing NHL, you're not picking a winner. You're picking a spread cover. And I think that gets left out of these guys' mental construct when they call here. Because they already, we all know that the Saints are better. We already know, we already, we can look at the NHL, we can look at the NFL board this weekend, and we know who's better. What does that mean? It means nothing. We got to cover or not cover, right? Michael, he's on a roll today. So, yeah, so now I'm going to toss it off to you guys, but I mean, listen, if you're listening, emotions have no place in this business. I am emotional about not having emotions. I am emotional about not overbetting such a high percentage on a game. And again, I think you made a valid point a couple of weeks ago, Brian. No matter, you could have legal sports wagering in 50 states. Nothing is going to ever have the flash and the panache of Las Vegas. And you and I both know in the first week of February, you're going to get people from all around the country. They're going to literally get on a plane, cash out their 401Ks, their IRAs, their life savings, because they have a opinion on the Super Bowl. And you'll hear all the stories about this guy came and he won 300000 You never hear about the guy that went home with no money. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? You don't hear about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, But you, you and I both know, being on the ground floor in Las Vegas, I mean, this is where you get the influx of people literally getting goofy now you're, and thinking they have. Here's the big question. When are you, when are you bringing Michael back out? We're going to be there. I'm going to tell you right now. We're going to be there in studio with you. It sounds like it's far away, but it's not. Before you blink, we're going to be doing this show live with you on March 20th. And the oh. significance of that is the March significance of that. Well, it's the first day. The first day. So it's the first. So Mike basically said he wanted to go out. What did you say for the opening round, Mike? There's nothing the like round, it. the 19th is through the 23rd is the opening round. Now, you know what happens with him because we've already learned we can't give him money when we go to Pimlico. It's just not valid. I mean, he'll just blow it all we'll, in one we'll, race, right? We'll, so. we'll coach him home. But, Michael, you'll love it. I, I swear to you, there's, there's nothing like it. I mean, I, you know, to, to me, the Super Bowl, okay, that's the one kind of gets the pub. The best four days in this city are the first four days of March Madness. Wait, what do you mean the best four days inside of a sports book? 
You missed four days. I mean, for what? Not going to see the city. No, for what we for what we do, it's an amazing thing. I mean, the first two days are incredible. It's just nonstop, constant game after game after game. Half times, uh, the atmosphere, the buzz, the the sides and totals, the hooting and hollering, and the atmosphere in the book, and um, everybody everybody's into it and. Uh, it'll be a treat, Michael. It will become an annual deal for you. How's that? Look, I've been waiting to come back to cash in on my buffalo wings from two years ago. I got hey, the, I listen. Uh, the statute of limitations ran out on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? There's there's only bones left. So I, I got right your now. back. Well, I'm gonna take you. You know, we're gonna hop in the car and we're gonna go for a ride. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you for some good chicken wings. We'll do that. So let me ask you before before you know, I know you're going to take him and you're going to hit the video poker machine. I know what you guys. Are I know. I, I, but don't, listen. I don't do that thing. Uh, okay, Mike. Mike's. You know, Mike. I, I. When I call and he doesn't answer, it's because he's taking a drive to one of the local casinos that don't have sports wagering, but then he thinks he's a professional poker player. And then, then after about seven hours straight at the table, when he walks in in the morning with black eyes, rings under his eyes, I go, "How'd you do?" He goes, "You know, I broke even." So wait a minute. Every trip you broke even. That's like the gamblers. That's like the number one I broke even. I want to talk about NHL for a second. Go we for talk it. about streaks. And... It's unbelievable, the streaks. I, my I, gut, I, my yeah. gut is to take Pittsburgh tonight. My gut is to take Pittsburgh tonight because it's a contrarian. The squares are going to go, oh, they're 8-2 and two their last 10 Washington. They're at home. And I don't know, man. My gut is I can get that dog money on a team that's 6-5 and five and 4 in their last – Ten, they're on a. Um, they lost one, but they're really, they're you know they're up there. I, I don't know. I, I just think the value is on Pittsburgh. Washington five game winning streak. Yes, there is. I, I honestly, I, there's only what do we got? Two games tonight. Uh, you right. know, sometimes just sitting on the sidelines ain't a bad thing. And I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I certainly wouldn't be. Uh, you know, laying it there. But sometimes, right? And I will say that you know, again, in in Vegas, obviously, you have a lot of, you know, you we obviously know that, like I told you, you go to the NHL store in New York City, and they have the the Vegas teams, uh, Golden clothing Knight in stuff the window, right? Yeah, in the window, right? But the thing is, is like, look, it, we still have to, you know, I know it's your baby, but we still have to, you know, the reality is, if I get a hundred calls, it's like pulling teeth. So that goes back to ego and opinion. It shouldn't matter to the guy on the other end of the phone whether it's a puck, whether it's a little white ball, whether it's an oblong shape, pigskin. It shouldn't matter. We get the same blowback when it comes to the MLB, and you know I have a love affair with MLB. And then you have all these guys that go, you know, we have a couple clients that were driving down the road listening to 1400 AM, not clients, actually inquiries. Um, so last week I got a call from a guy that lives in Summerlin, right? He was literally in the car listening to the radio station and while well, he's driving down the road and called in here after the radio show. And he didn't join. You know why he didn't join? Because he lives in Las Vegas and he said it's too much for him. I don't want to be in the casinos every day. I only bet the NFL. So here's a guy that lives in Vegas, has his business in Vegas, and he's literally betting the hardest sport to beat. And that's when I gave him the app story. Like, man, you live in Vegas, you got to app it up. But the point is, it goes to show you that <laughs> you turn, I mean, you turn an app into a verb. <laughs> you got to turn it. I mean, you got to app it up. I mean, the reality uh, is, what, what I love about flying into Vegas is I turn on my iPhone and all my apps are now live. Have you and done? Have you have, done this? I mean, I, I can picture you doing. Now I know, like, 
when I literally you're careening down the runway and the plane's shimmying and you're getting pulled forward as they're slamming on the brakes and you turn the phone on and before you roll out the end of the runway I'll call my wife or I'm you know bam I can see you picturing the same thing with the shaky tube in the plane and and you, the phone's on and the app is on and and well what happens and you're making you a bet Sunday- before you even cross over the one runway to get to the terminal well, it's the other way. So what happens is when the plane lands from BWI to Vegas, you leave here at 7 in the morning and you get there at 9.30, and the first game's at 10. So the second the plane hits the airspace, and I can literally see the stratosphere, I turn on the phone, and by the time I land, I'm in action. Wait, I'll tell you what. That's a dicey one now if they're real big, strong headwinds. <laughs> that, you, don't, you don't want that plane being 29 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you then you're done. You just missed. You got to wait till halftime. But you know, again, the NBA. When you look at these numbers, everything is fifty percent. I mean, think about that, Brian. Two twenty nine and two twenty out of four hundred and fifty games basically been played to the dog side. NCAA football four eighteen and four ten, and we have all these bowl games. So basically, what that's basically saying is, however many bowl games, Mike. I don't know if you can pull it up from how many bowl games are left. Maybe what twenty? No, there's still. It started with forty. So far, there's been six played. Okay, so still thirty-four left. So thirty-four divided by two. Would you just have to basically work on the? You have to assume that half the dogs are going to cover. You just if you we'll we'll check those numbers at the end of the bowl games, but you have to assume half those dogs are going to cover because what I see is the line makers are doing such a good job, and they're really I mean you got to hand it to these guys as sports betting becomes more popular, they got to be on their A game, Brian, or they're going to get beat up. But this this goes back to what I said to you five weeks ago when all the favorites won, and you have these press releases, books took a bath. It's a joke. It's a joke. Everything we had weeks where we were on this radio show where you had 80% of the dogs covering. Now it's 50%. Uh, hey, by the Everything w- comes back in a line. By the way, Mike, you got an update for me on the Nice EA Guggenkamp game? I do not. It went final, 2 1. It went final. Yeah. It went final. Uh, it went final, 2 1. Come on. You, but you, I can you, tell you, you, haven't, you know, just because your arm's in a sling doesn't mean you're off the hook in terms of, uh, you know. You know, pronouncing they, the, the, the problem, European stuff. Pro, yeah, I mean, right now you have actually a lot of good action. You have the England EFL Caribou Cup. You got Tottenham against Arsenal. There's nine minutes left in the first half. It's nil nil. Use your you got to say it correctly. Nil. You got Chelsea against Bournemouth. Nil nil. But the thing is, look at these lines compared to. You have three opportunities, and we'll just just to talk about that real quick. We have three opportunities. This is why soccer drives the average person mad. Chelsea was a 322 money line favorite, and Bournemouth was a $959 dog. Think about that spread, man. 322 minus 322 plus 959. Now, what happens is the draw is plus 466. So, what they'll do is they'll put up an Asian handicap on a game like that. They'll make a minus one and a half. Nine out of ten times, you know what happens? They win one nothing. You know so what, what he, happens is you know what he hasn't ahead. done, Mike. He hasn't done the the, the homework assignment and the math uh, on the three way lines in soccer. Is is that next? Oh, week? I have. Oh no, no, I have. It, it's just you better you better that I, you better pick and choose your spots. Listen, on an average Saturday and Sunday compared to college basketball, 
there's 1,450 to 1,900 soccer matches in play around the world. It is so big and diverse compared to U.S. sports that if you're not using the financial analytics that you use on Wall Street to analyze these games, it's too much. Nobody could claim that they're handicapping these, all these leagues, which is why you have in that industry people that we rely on, they simply do certain geographic areas. Some, some simply do the Mexican League. Some simply do the, the Latin American League in South America. Some simply do the English League. So you, you gotta, you're literally dealing with the whole world. As I told you before, Australian uh, soccer starts at 3 in the morning here, 12 midnight in Vegas. So, again, you can literally be in action 24-7. But I will say, going back to ego and confirmation of your opinion, that the thing that you should get out of this show is it's not about the lock of the year. It's not about the game of the month. It's not about finding the one big game that you can pound with the utmost confidence because that's all losing egocentric stuff. You and I both know you've got to grind this game. This is a game of grinding, and this is a game of position sizing and the money management. And if you can drop that and you're listening and you've been funding accounts and then blowing them and then funding accounts and then blowing them and funding accounts and then blowing them because you want to get there quick, you can learn a lot in terms of money management and how we can actually show you how to treat this as a long-term win, even though that doesn't mean that you're going to have a, not have short-term losses. All right. How you been doing in the horses, Brian? Oh, uh, hey, listen, uh, it's a great time of year. Uh, I love January when Oakland Park uh, runs uh, because the baby started. Uh, the two-year-olds are running, and uh, we'll be uh, on the road to finding a Derby winner here pretty soon. Do we have any of those uh, the first-time runners in the U.S. coming soon? You 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 got a good clip with those. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, uh, yeah the North America, uh, the European horses come over here uh, on the turf, and uh, for whatever reason. Uh, they're ignored by the betting public, and you get a real opportunity. Yeah, any of those in the in the in the foreseeable future? Or we got to wait a couple months. Uh, they'll be coming. Uh, they'll be coming soon. Uh, not a lot. Not a truckload of turf racing. There's some down in uh, Florida, uh, but yeah, it'll be a little bit uh, down the road. But it's a coming, boys. But listen, it, it's a great time of year. There's a lot on the docket. I mean, these crazy Saturdays. There's a million things on the docket. And you guys are there, and you got it all covered. Halftime wagers. Tell everybody how to get hold of you. Mike, Tom, who to call? They call and ask for Mike. Go to sportsinsiderradio.com. You call us directly here at the office. You can call. You, you can call Mike directly on his cell phone. Um, you, and like I said, you can call here anytime. Again, we're not going to try to sell you over the phone. We don't want to sell somebody. We don't want to convince somebody that they can. We want somebody to call here with throwing up the white flag, surrendering. I tried it on my own. I'm not successful. I'm going to let guys like you that do it for a living do it. So you call 1-800-209-1679. Or you, and, and like I said, have an open mind. Think of the long term. Don't think about what you're going to make in the bowl games. Think about what you're going to make between December of this year to December of next year. That's the only way you're going to beat this game. There you go. Fellas. Always a pleasure, uh, and we will play it back next week, the day after Christmas. Have a great holiday season. It's Sports Insider Radio, and we'll be back with you again next Wednesday.
USA Radio News. President Trump announced he would be withdrawing about 2,000 U.S. troops from Syria. Now, this was met with some resistance from Republicans, including Republican Senator Marco Rubio and Republican Senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. Your number one job is to defend America against people who want to attack us. If you're tired of fighting radical Islam, I understand it. They're not tired of fighting you. And if you don't get that, you're making a huge mistake. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan delivered his farewell address today at the Library of Congress. He had a special message for all those incoming members up on the Hill. Well, we're going to have a lot of new faces around Congress next year. You know, I hear a lot of good things about this new fresh-faced guy from Utah. Um, 